The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Then the Pharisees went and plotted to entrap Jesus in what he said. So they sent their disciples to him, along with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are sincere and teach the way of God in accordance with truth and show deference to no one, for you do not regard people with partiality. Tell us then, what do you think? Is it lawful to pay taxes to the emperor or not? But Jesus, aware of their malice, said, Why are you putting me to the test, you hypocrites? Show me the coin used for the tax. And they brought him a denarius. Then he said to them, Whose head is this, and whose title? They answered, The emperor's. Then he said to them, Give therefore to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the things that are God's. When they heard this, they were amazed, and they left him and went away. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Give to the emperor the things that are the emperor's, and to God the thing that are God's. Give to Caesar, render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. What does this mean for us, though? We're not under the thumb of a tyrant, but we live with a government that is of the people, by the people, for the people. We have no emperor, but we do have those who are in authority over us. Our parents, our teachers, officers of the state. So how do we sort out what belongs to God and what belongs to those who are in positions of authority? In Romans, St. Paul writes, There is no authority except from God. And those authorities that exist have been instituted by God. All authority is God's. It belongs to him. And God chooses to delegate some of that authority to mortals. By which... We can order our lives. Primarily for us, God gives authority to parents. The fourth commandment and the first to deal with our relationship with other humans, honor your father and your mother, is given by God so that we may learn not only to honor our parents, but to honor all those who are in authority. The family, then, further delegates that authority to others. For children, they first experience this when they go to school. 
And the parents have given their authority over to the teachers so that a parent and a teacher work together to raise that child in understanding of how this world works. The parents then also, together with the schools and others, would teach those children about others in authority, police officers and those elected officials who we have put and given authority to to help make and enforce laws. Eventually, this gets to the state and to national government. And even though St. Paul didn't live in a republic or even a democracy, he instructs us words that still ring true for us. Again, in Romans, pay to all what is due them, taxes to whom taxes are due, revenue to whom revenue is due, respect to whom respect is due, honor to whom honor is due. And in his first letter to St. Timothy, St. Paul urges that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for everyone, for kings, and all who are in high positions, so that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and dignity. A reminder, when St. Paul is writing these things, the emperor... (laughs) on the throne is a pagan emperor who had no love for God or for the gospel or for those who were disciples of Jesus. Likewise, St. Peter writes, For the Lord's sake, accept the authority of every human institution, whether of the emperor as supreme or of governors as sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to praise those who do right. For it is God's will that by doing right you should silence the ignorance of the foolish. As servants of God, live as free people, yet do not use your freedom as a pretext for evil. Honor everyone. Love the family of believers. Fear God. Honor the emperor. So it is that Luther, in his explanation of the fourth commandment, writes that we are to honor, serve, obey, love, and respect our parents and others in authority. To give to Caesar what is Caesar's is to give our honor, our service, and our obedience to those who are in authority over us. To honor means to admire or respect. It means to speak the truth. It means to recognize 
their authority, at least the office that they hold. Yes, even if I did not vote for them, even if I wouldn't want to have a beer with them, I honor the office to which they are elected. It means not sharing articles that are of a questionable origin. It means not calling the candidate or an office holder a name you wouldn't call your mom. To serve those who are in authority over us means, in the words of one of our former presidents, to ask not what your country can do for you, but to ask what you can do for your country. It means to serve your neighbor. We serve our neighbor when we vote, when we volunteer to clean up a local waterway, when we advocate for the passage of just laws and the just enforcement of the laws that are in place. To obey means to pay our taxes, to drive the speed limit and otherwise live in accordance with the laws of the land. In all of this, we are, as Jesus said, giving unto Caesar what is Caesar's. But that, of course, is only one side of the coin. What does it mean to give to God the things that are God's? God delegates some of his authority to families who in turn delegate it to the state. And in honoring, serving, and obeying them, we do as God would have us do and thus are honoring, serving, and obeying God. But God also has authority that God does not delegate to parents or to those who are in office. To give to God what belongs to God is to honor, serve, and obey him above all else. Honoring God, admiring, respecting him is to praise him. It is to speak the truth. It means confessing that God is God and that I am not. That Jesus is Lord and the emperor is not. It is to fear, love, and trust God above all things, as Luther summarizes in his explanation to the first commandment. To serve God means, as Jesus quotes from Deuteronomy, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and all your strength. To love God with your whole being. To obey God is to observe God's commands and decrees that he has given in his word. And when the laws of men or a tyrant on his throne or any person in authority uses the authority that has been given to them to suppress the gospel or otherwise counteract the word of God, 
We must obey God rather than any human authority. And that's a direct quote from Scripture. Acts 5.29. So the question is, when is an executive order something that belongs to Caesar and thus is to be obeyed? And when is it something that overreaches the authority of the state into the realm of the gospel and thus must be resisted? Sorting this out is tricky. You're not going to find a direct quote from Scripture that's going to help you sort out all of those tricky details. Faithful Christians will come to different conclusions in answering that question. Let us choose today how we will live in community with those who come to different conclusions than we do regarding these tricky issues. The Pharisees and Herodians approached Jesus and they asked him, trying to trick him, do we need to wear a mask or not? Jesus deftly evaded the trap set by the Pharisees and the Herodians. But by the end of the week, they had their way with him. Using the authority given to them, they handed him over to the state, which used the authority given to it to crucify Jesus. Jesus died under the authority of human institutions using the authority given to them from God. And this was God's plan. That Jesus would die for the forgiveness of our sin. His forgiveness is for those who have misused their authority to secure their own power. His forgiveness is for you who have failed to honor your parents, to serve your neighbor, to obey the law. His forgiveness is you who have is for you who have been less than kind in your speech concerning our president or our governor. His forgiveness is for you who have slandered the candidates who aspire to hold office. His forgiveness is for you who have been disingenuous in your characterization of the ideas and the motives of those who believe and vote differently than you do. His forgiveness is for you who have placed your hope in earthly authorities rather than in God. His forgiveness is for you who have rebelled against God 
to worship idols of your own design. Jesus, Jesus' forgiveness is even for those who crucified and derided, denied, and abandoned him. It is such people that he called to be his disciples and sent out to be his apostles. Risen from the dead, Jesus appeared to his disciples and said to them, All authority on heaven in heaven and on earth, has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them and teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. God in Jesus Christ uses his supreme authority to forgive you to call you and make you his disciple and to send you out as his disciple to serve your neighbor, to honor your parents and all those in authority and to give praise and glory and honor and worship to him all your days. In Jesus' name, amen.